you're tuned in to the Restaurant Rockstars podcast. Powerful ideas to rock your restaurant. Here's your host, Roger Bodwin. Guys, technology is constantly changing the way restaurants do business. And even if you're old school, you just can't ignore how software can make your restaurant more money and more efficient. Today, I'm talking with a professional musician. Why? Because traveling on the road and constantly ordering out gave him a new idea on how to improve online ordering. I'm talking about a new profit center here, folks. And in your restaurant, you just can't have too many profit centers. So stay tuned and listen on. I'd like to thank my friends at Bento Box for bringing you this episode. You know, I've always believed that a great restaurant website brings the restaurant experience to life for the guest before they walk in the door. So let me tell you about Bento Box. They build beautiful, mobile-friendly, and SEO-optimized websites specifically for restaurants. Best thing is, Bento Box gives you control. You can update menus, promote events, share press, and so much more all yourself. BentoBox also gives you tools that attract more customers, grow your business, and drive revenue. You can sell gift cards, merchandise, event tickets, even book private events, all with affordable monthly and annual plans. So you got to check out BentoBox. Here's the link, getbento.com forward slash rockstars. Thanks again to BentoBox. And now on with the episode. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Restaurant Rockstars podcast, engaging topics that help restaurants build their brands, rock their profits, deliver amazing guest service experiences. You know, online ordering and delivery is a hot trend right now. Restaurants are getting into it in a variety of ways. And I'm really pleased to present Mr. J.P. Diaz. He's got a very interesting story. He's, he's uh, the owner and president of a company called Foodie Order. And uh, I'd really like to welcome you to the show today, J.P. Thanks for being with us today. Thank you, Roger. Thank you for having me. So you have a very interesting story. We always start with, okay, how did you get into this crazy restaurant business? And I understand that you were, uh, you are a musician, but you spent lots of time on the road. Is that correct? That is correct. Yeah, my past life. I, I like to say in my past life, uh, I've been uh, a working musician. I work as a musician, professional musician, for 15 years. And I've been in the road a lot and, and eating out a lot and having to wait until the showtime a lot. So spending time in the road uh, with um, my colleagues and going out to the restaurants and spending time at the restaurant, we begin to get some relationship with restaurant owners and asking how the business is and, and learning how hard that business really is and how hard restaurant owners work all day long, right? And uh, I always had a passion for technology. And every time I was in the restaurant, I was looking at, hmm, this could be improved, you know, or this can be a little more efficient, or why should the phone rings and rings and rings and nobody answers the phone, or because the staff are busy, or why they you get put on hold every time you call, let's say we are in the recording studio and we wanted to order pizza. And the first thing that they say is, thank you for calling so-and-so, please hold, you know, and for us it was super frustrating. So I always thought that, hmm, there's gotta be a better way. We, maybe you can do something online, like an e-commerce. So I, and, and my first 
guess was maybe an e-commerce, a regular e-commerce will do the job. And I had that idea for a long time and uh, then we moved forward to other things. Uh, I didn't do that back in those days, like 10 years ago. Technology wasn't that great at that time. But what I did do was starting an online ordering, an online business for musicians, right? So we teach instruments. I started, I'm a bass player. We started teaching bass and then drums and piano and guitar. And we build, ended up building a very successful business uh, out of that. That helps me learn how to do web development, how to do marketing, how to do internet marketing. And all this was back in 2003 previous YouTube, right? So before YouTube, we, we were already streaming videos online. So we, we, we did that for maybe three or four years. Then the business changed, of course, when once you start having a lot of free content on YouTube. And I started to do web development and I turned my tech passion into web development and marketing. Uh, doing some SEO for big companies and uh, websites for big companies. And all of a sudden I, I thought, hey, I remember that I wanted to do this for restaurants. And uh, I rethink the entire thing, the entire business, and uh, I turned this into foodie order. And uh, what I thought it was, it was going to be super easy, like an e-commerce, it ended up being a lot more work because it's not just an e-commerce, you need to consider items being sold out, preparation time, holidays, uh, different menu items that work on the lunch and doesn't work at dinner. So there was a lot of different things that we need to consider and uh, we put all those efforts into developing that technology. So you were frustrated by the, the, the way things worked before and the way they still work with a lot of these other outside um, you know, platforms and, and whatnot. But you saw, you clearly saw a need and you saw things that were broken. And some of those biggest things were, you know, you're losing the customer data, these online, you know, other companies are not sharing all that. And that is very, very valuable information. It's like you want as much data capture on your customers as possible to build your business. It's part of brand building. It's how you communicate with your customers. That's just one thing. But yeah. also the huge, you know, the profitability that is lost in most cases. Let's talk about that, uh, you know, and, and any other problems you saw as well that you've eliminated with Foodie Order. Yeah. So something that we notice nowadays uh, is, of course, everybody is super hyped with Uber Eats, Grubhub, and all those uh, big delivery services. Uh, and they're great. They're, they're super efficient. They have great technology. My only concern with that is that I'm not sure that they're thinking on the restaurant itself, they're just thinking of their shareholders. And that makes sense because they're a business and they need to be profitable. Right. Uh, the thing is for a restaurant to give up up to 30% of each order, uh, if it was the first time, I would say, okay, it's fine. You are getting a new customer and you're paying for that lead 30%. That's a good marketing strategy. But the problem becomes when that customer orders again and again and again and again. So you always pay 30% commission out of that particular customer. And the big downside is that that customer, even though you think is yours, is never yours. They, the customer thinks that is purchasing from you and, and, and because they like your food, they love your food and you're doing a great job, 
but that data belongs to the platform. So you will never be able to contact that customer again or send them a promotion or invite them to a special event or whatever is going on in your restaurant because that customer belongs to that uh, specific platform. And that's one of the biggest issues that I think the restaurant owners should consider building their list and building the customer base. Right. And, you know, affinity and loyalty with the customer is so important. But, you know, the margins in this business, I don't need to tell you or any of the listeners out there mm-hmm. are so slim as it is. You know, the statistics say that the, you know, you're doing well in this business if you're ringing a 10 to 15% net profit. So, you know, you could be losing money on some of these customers with those outlying platforms. And what's the point? You know, like you said, you don't own that customer. And, you know, it's costing you money to serve that customer in a lot of cases, unless you run a super profitable operation and you use it as a marketing strategy just to get some new customers in, and then you shift that strategy. So that is a key point right there. Um, What are some of the other things that, you know, that you saw that you sort of transformed or, you know, changed in your model? Well, fundamentally is the, the data, right? And how you can use that data, that that data belongs to you. So, uh, what we are integrating is not only an online ordering system, but we want to help the restaurant on a marketing tool. It's not just a, a way to order. It's a way to promote your brand, have your brand in front of your customers all the time. So uh, what we're doing is we're integrating the online ordering system with a loyalty program, right? So let's say at the beginning when we first started, we were serving only people who wanted to order online, right? So they wanted to go onto the website, order online, do a quick transaction and all that. Now, the reality is that order online are only going to grow and keep growing and keep growing. I have some numbers that to me are insane, but I spoke the other day with a friend of mine. She's a a restaurant consultant that works for one of the big companies uh, that sells food to restaurant services. Mm -hmm. And um, the numbers that are handling for 2020 is more than 50% of the orders are gonna be off promise. All right, so this is a trend that is gonna keep growing whether we like it or not. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and the most profitable transactions that each restaurant does is in store, right? Because yeah. you sell drinks, you sell, you sell things, maybe it's a party and so it's a birthday party and you have a party of six. So the most profitable thing we know that is on the restaurant. So what we did is we transitioned our online technology into a loyalty program. So if you order, for example, online, you are gonna earn some points. And if you go to the store, to the actual restaurant, you can just show a QR code to your uh, server. You can download the app, show a QR code to the server, and you earn points as well. And then you can use the points regardless you ordered online or you ordered at the restaurant. So that's an amazing marketing technique that is going to increase loyalty and is a lot easier to um, please your own customers than keep looking for new customers constantly. It's proven to be at least 25% uh, more efficient and it costs 25 times more to get a new customer. Yes. Please your own customers, right? Absolutely. So we talked about how the data is lost with some of these other, you know, platforms out there because they're keeping the customer data and the restaurant is not getting it. So now that with, you know, with foodie order, what kind of data can we mine that we can keep to help market to those loyal customers in the future? Can you talk to us about some of those things? Yeah. So for example, 
I know restaurant owners are super busy doing the back of the house, front of the house, running numbers, cooking some of them, and maybe running around different locations. So what I would say is that I think that 98% of restaurant owners don't know who, your lo who the loyal customers are, right? So let's begin by that. So you don't physically know who they are. Maybe you know one or two, but it's impossible to know all your loyal customers. So number one, we know how many times they go, right? So how often they go, what kind of food they order. So now you know days, time, repeat, how often they go, and what kind of food. So with that, you can do different segmentations, right? Segmentation is, is the key of a successful marketing campaign. Because again, if you, if you send me, I don't know, a promotion about something that I'm not interested at all, that, that email is going to be deleted in a second and I'm going to unsubscribe or delete the app from my phone. But once you know that I'm a loyal customer, that I go, I don't know, every two weeks. And the big thing is knowing that I go every two weeks or that I have an interaction with you every two weeks. Because one thing is knowing that I go to the restaurant and then I order online and those systems don't talk to each other. So maybe I'm ordering, I'm keep ordering from you, but I'm ordering online. So the beauty of this is that both systems talk to each other, right? So if you go to the restaurant, I know you've been there. If you order online, I know you've been there. So if you didn't interact with me in two weeks, I know that on week number three, I will send you an email and say, hey, Roger, I miss you. It's been three weeks since your last time. Here's a 5% off of your next order. Does that make sense? It does, that's beautiful. Now this also integrates with the restaurant's website and their Facebook page. Let's just talk about how all this integrates and how people can order from an app if they have one, right? The website and from Facebook? Right, right. So as far as online ordering, it's as simple as just putting in the bottom online, order online on your website. Once they click, they don't have the need to download the application. They can just order directly from the web without the need to download the application, which I would say that maybe 75% of the orders come from the website itself. People will click on the link, go to the website, order, and end of the transaction, right? Super simple. They don't have to download the app. Now, what we do is we send an email saying, thank you, your order's on your way. Here's why it's good for you to download the app. Click here, download the app. Next time you save time, you don't have to search for the restaurant, you don't have to type. So we always encourage the customer to download the app for their own convenience. Now, if they're on Facebook per se, or if they're on Instagram, they will be able to put like an order online link on their profile. Facebook will allow you to put a button and Instagram would allow you to put just a link so you can put like order online, like a little arrow pointing to the link and then your users will tap and the application will work seamlessly on those uh, two environments. I see. Now you, uh, we talked a little bit about you having, you know, web design expertise and SEO expertise and all this, you know, there's still a lot of restaurants out there that have websites that aren't mobile optimized. Yeah. And is that, I mean, that's a big issue, especially when someone wants to look at a menu and, and then think about ordering something. Do you have sort of a, yeah. an assist for that as well? Yeah. So of course, mobile first is the concept that you need to have right now in mind, right? So, for a restaurant, for other industries, let's say, I don't know, if you're a lawyer, maybe 50% of your traffic will be from a computer, right? People in, the, in an office doing a research and all that. 
But for restaurants, 85% of the searches are from mobile. So having a mobile website is a must. Yes, absolutely true. Yeah. So, and regarding SEO, uh, Google will definitely rank you uh, differently if you don't have a mobile device. So if you, if you don't have a mobile website and you search from a mobile device, your website will not show up. Okay. I guess my question was, if you come across a, a new client that wants to work with Foodie Order, but uh -huh. the website isn't optimized mobily, can you help with that? Yeah, we can definitely help them with the website as well. Uh, we, do, we do websites that are optimized for online ordering, as well as promoting the restaurant itself. Because we know that the business is not just ordering online, we know that we need to have a good face of the restaurant and the first impression of a restaurant. Maybe you have a beautiful location, you invest millions of dollars on, your, on, on developing your restaurant, but if your website doesn't reflect the actual experience, uh, that's the first impression. People will do, your, will do a research, will see your reviews, will click on your website, and so that's why the website needs to be mobile, needs to be attractive, and needs to be optimized for whatever goal you have in mind. So if you have the online ordering sales online, that needs to be very visible and visible all the time. If you have in mind to showcase your food, your food needs to be displayed beautifully and easily to, to your customers. Sure. I mean, I'm a big believer in that, that a restaurant's website really needs to present the restaurant experience and bring it to life for the customer before they actually walk in the door, because that is probably the number one biggest marketing tool outside the restaurant, besides the menu inside the restaurant. So it's a reflection of the business. So everything needs to be consistent. It, everyone should think about, you know, building that brand and what that brand image that you want to present for the customer is, and it should all be, you know, seamlessly consistent and integrated. Yep. So you offer branded solutions. So foodie order literally is customized to look like the restaurant's brand and theme and logo and all that. You have graphics people that help do this? Yes, we do. And this is one of the most important things that I, I want to point out to restaurant owners is that your customers, even though they're going to be using our technology, to their eyes, they're interacting with you directly. So everything is going to be branded to their restaurant, their logo, their menu, their, their photos, uh, the first splash page is going to be a, the best dish that your restaurant has or, or whatever defines your restaurant the most. Yes. Uh, and um, and we'll also create collateral material like uh, flyers and all that to increase the awareness that you have the app for your customers to be able to download the app. Okay, can you walk us through the process? Say you have a new restaurant client that just got on board with Foodie Order and they're ready to go. How do the orders come through? Just take us through very simply the process. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, we. So let's say we're going to onboard a new restaurant. All they need to provide us is menu and uh, the logo and at least one photo, just one photo that defines the restaurant, right? The, the best dish. The money so, shot, whatever that is. Exactly. So yeah. the, the idea is to keep consistency and showing that, that specific uh, dish in the splash page, or if we do a flyer, show the same dish and the same logo. So we, we show consistency throughout. So once we have logo, photo, and menu, uh, we analyze the menu and our team analyze the menu and sees what, whatever dishes are come with X, Y, Z. And if you have any questions, we ask the restaurant owner. And then the other thing that is really important to us is 
how can we increase the sales on each dish? So for example, if the dish comes with one side order, okay, how can we offer an additional side orders? Or what kind of, what kind of side orders people normally order with this specific dish? Uh, what else can we offer on that specific dish? Would you like a dessert? For example, we can put it as long within the same item instead of just having the user to go to different categories, right? So we try to optimize the process of the ordering and to increase sales as well. I love it. That is, that's fantastic. Yeah, that's great. Upsells, add-ons, all these different things that increase the check average. That's beautiful. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. What do the staff see when an order comes in? And they come in different ways, don't they? They can come in in different ways or two different locations within the restaurant? Yeah. So if, if they have, uh, let's say, different locations, of course, everything is going to be handled in independently. And uh, normally, nowadays, most restaurants will have one place where they handle different tablets for Uber Eats, Gravel, and all, all those different places. And we give them another tablet as well, so they can receive their own orders via the tablet. And uh, the beauty is that the orders don't necessarily need to be as soon as possible. So for example, let's say right now it's 9 a.m. and I feel a little hungry and I say, you know what, I wanna order lunch for 12. I can schedule my lunch, I can order as a customer, I can order right now for 12, for 12 p.m. And let's say the preparation time for the restaurant is 20 minutes. So 11.40, the restaurant will have a notification saying that they need to prepare that food for 12 p.m. So the good thing is that customers can order as soon as possible or they can schedule an order, either for today, for tomorrow, up to six days, we allow them to schedule the order. Okay, this is, this is triggering a really critical question that I'm sure you can answer. So I'm going back, I'm putting my old restaurateur hat on when I had a POS yeah. system and how, you know, my staff would put the order into the computer and they would time things for when they needed to be. How does the timing work? Like you mentioned, okay, somebody places an order at nine, but they want to pick up at 12 p.m. and there's a notification system. So is that at the point where that staff person then does the timing and enters it into the POS or is it somehow seamlessly already integrated with the POS where it orders itself? That, that, that's a good question. We don't integrate with POS system as of now. Yeah. And in fact, we think that that, even though it seems to be super convenient, is problematic, number one, because there's a ton of different POS system and most right. of them are running with very old technology. So integration is very difficult, but it also uh, generates some kind of, uh, it could generate problems if the order are automatically sent to the kitchen because it needs to have a pre-screen because sometimes people order things and put some specifications that don't make sense. And if you have to, the order is in the kitchen and then you have to call the customer. So that creates friction. Yes. In our case, it's going to pop up the, uh, the, um, on the tablet. You're going to have a notification. You're going to see it. If there's any issue or you see something that doesn't make sense, you're going to be able to contact the customer. And if not, you just put it on POS and that's it. Simple. Got it. Now orders can also come in via email. 
Okay, they can also, they, they, in fact, they also come via email. So we send the tablet, we send an email, yeah. and we have a lot of different ways to know if the customer, if the restaurant has re received the order, right? So they need to accept the order. If they accept the order, end of the, end of the problem. But if they don't accept the order after two minutes, we send an automatic call. And if they don't accept the order after four minutes, someone on our staff will contact the restaurant because we're going to assume that they don't have internet access or the tablet doesn't have battery or what have you. Okay. The restaurant will never lose an order. All right. That was, that was a key question. I'm glad that you pointed that out. Is there a notification that comes up that tells the staff to answer the phone, JP? <laughs> no, the phone just rings again. Yeah. I'm just teasing you on that one. <laughs> we, we do know how frustrating that is. You know, you're calling and, and the phone is ringing and ringing and ringing, and then they put you on hold, and it's like, no, it should right. never be that way. We used to have dedicated people that answered the phone, took the orders. We did a tremendous amount of, of you know, um, takeout and delivery yeah. business, but we had a system for that you know, outside. Uh -huh. That was before this technology exists. I wish I knew about this, you know, 10 years ago when I was still running restaurants. <laughs> yeah, it makes, it makes life easier. To, to, right. to be quite honest, uh, it gives you time. It saves you time. So I, I think that our biggest uh, contribution, per se, is not only money-making, but it's, it's also making your life easier. You know, I think that being on the phone in a restaurant while you are busy taking care of somebody else or another customer, it's not a good experience. It's not a pleasant experience, not, not for the customer and not for the restaurant staff either. So it's a, a nice solution. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, it's always like when you call a place and you do get through, you always hear all that background noise and it sounds like chaos in the background and then they put you on hold and it's like, that can be yeah. a turnoff too because someone's gonna think, oh, I'm not gonna go to that place. It's crazy, they're gonna mess up my order. It's gonna be late or whatever, but this is, this right. is yeah, what a great solution. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And it helps in many different ways. So for example, um, as you can see, I have an accent, right? So. Sometimes ordering over the phone creates conflicts and, and there's a lot of different restaurants who the staff may not speak the language really clearly. So you say chicken and they understand beef and, and those kind of frictions disappear 100%. And knowing firsthand um, many different Thai restaurants, Chinese restaurants, they're super happy that they don't need to be on the phone. You know, it's, it's like it simplifies their life big time. That's one of the key points as well. Let's talk about how payments come through. Okay, yeah. Yeah, payments, um, you can choose either if you want, whether you want to pay with cash or you want to pay at the location or if you want to pay directly with your credit card. So all you need to do as a customer is you enter your credit card information once and then every time you repeat orders is just Use the same credit card. It's the same way that you do when you go to Amazon, for example. Right. So, so that's convenient for the customer, especially if they like your restaurant and they want to continue to order through the system from that same restaurant. The payment um, process has already been captured exactly. unless they want to make a change. Of course. Yeah. They're free to change the credit card. So I as many credit cards as they want. Yeah. You told us how, you know, how seamless and easy it is to onboard a new customer. How soon after they contact you can they be up and running with Foodie Order? 10 days. 10 business days. It will take 10 business days, especially because uh, Apple takes like two days to approve an app. So, but on our end, we have the app up and running in seven days. 
Now, what about special promotions and couponing and all the things that lots of restaurants do? How does that work? That's a great question. Yeah. What we normally do is we encourage uh, our restaurants to offer some kind of promotion at the beginning so the customers know, hey, okay, not, this is not only convenient, I'm saving some money, right? So um, what they can do is they create, can create a coupon, like uh, save 10% of your first orders, and we can track if it's the first order, second order, third order, what have you. So it will, that coupon will only work for the first order. And um, different coupons that can be created is, let's say, we know that Monday is the slowest day. You can create a promotion that works only for Monday. And not only that, the coupon will only work for Monday in a given specific time that you want. Let's say, uh, I don't know, your lunch is super good, but dinner is not that great. Okay, you can create a promo for Monday from 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. Order today and save 20%, let's say. 20, 80% is better than nothing, right? So <laughs> sometimes oh, yeah. you give a little, but you get a lot in return. So you have many, many different promotions that you can create with the coupons. You can, it could be a percentage or it could be a money order over $75 and get $10 off, some, some kind of promotions like that. It's another part of the marketing strategy. Exactly, yeah, okay. yeah. And, and then the other thing that comes tight with the coupons is like when we say, send those uh, notification, hey, remember that I told you earlier, hey, it's been three weeks since your last order. We miss you, come and say 5%. That would be a special promo coupon that will only work for that specific customer. So uh, let's say I send it to Roger and you want to send it to a friend, it will not work. It will only work for you. Can we get a little meatier and get a little bit more depth on the data capture and how, I mean, you talked about how busy restaurant owners, they got a thousand details, lots of plates to keep in the air without falling yeah. to the ground. How do you simplify the data so that someone can look at that data and then communicate with that customer really quickly and effectively to get their repeat business to build and sustain, you know, new, that, that repeat business? Well, number one is gathering the data, right? So it's not something that's going to work automatically the first week because we need customers to start feeding the data, right? Correct. Mm -hmm. So after a month or two, uh, we consider that we have at least a template to work with. So we know, okay, this is the group that orders every two weeks. This is the group that only order once. This is the group that comes on weekdays. So once we have that kind of information, we segment those uh, customers and we have all the email address, we have all the information that we need. We have the first name. The other advantage is that the email address that uh, customers provide, it's a lot higher, the quality of that email is a lot higher than when you ask a customer, hey, subscribe to our list, right? When they subscribe to a list, most people will give them the second email address, the one that never changed, that never checked, that they don't pay attention at all. Right. But when they go to our service, they want to make sure that the payment went through, they want yes. to make sure that the food is going to come, that the order went through. So they tend to give us the real email address. So we have a quality email address and we always ask, can we send you promotions? And if they say yes, of course. So now we know, we know that we have the permission, super important, permission marketing is super important. It is. We have permission 
and we have a good email address. So since we already segment those, we analyze at the, at the beginning, we analyze it ourselves, and then the segmentation is being fed by itself. And then we can do the promotions according to whatever promotion the restaurant owner is willing to do, right? So we can suggest, well, as I said before, if they didn't order, how are you willing to, how much are you willing to give? A 5% off? Okay, we miss you, 5% off. Oh no, bring a 20% because sometimes something that happens is that customers may order through us and then of course other portals are sending promotions and then they get lost in, trans in translation they go to another portal order through the same to the same restaurant through a portal so we need to recapture that customer and send them a promotion so that's those are the things that we do fantastic we talked about, you know, the, the huge amount of profit that is lost, you know, yeah. with some of those other platforms. So yeah. you don't take a commission now. You just have a monthly flat fee for your service? We don't take commission. We just have a low flat fee. Um, I don't know if I can mention this, the, the price. but You can if you want to. It's $149 a month. You can have unlimited orders. And, um, and the big difference between us and the other services is with the other services, the more you sell, the more you pay. With our service, the more you sell, the less you pay. And uh, my goal is to help you sell as much as possible because um, I know that if our service become irrelevant, you're gonna cancel. And right. in fact, we invest a lot into and the onboarding of a restaurant. So my goal is that you don't cancel so you need to make money and we know that we're only as good as our last interaction so you're not only hiring a partner with technology you're hiring a partner with marketing as well and integrity <laughs> yeah 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 that, that's i mean you said it all i mean your 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 job number one is to please your customer and to help them increase sales and run a more efficient business otherwise they're going to cancel and that doesn't help anyone so it's got to be a win-win it needs to be a win-win yeah. and we feel that 149 is super fair and we're happy with that and we know that uh, Im imagine this let's go back 10 years ago before the first iphone and right Let's imagine the phone company all of a sudden start asking you, okay, we're going to charge you 20% out of each order. How would you feel? Oh, people be, oh, everyone be. <laughs> you know, That's an outrage. <laughs> it's an outrage. That and, can't happen. <laughs> and some examples I, I like to joke with uh, restaurant owners. I say, imagine this. Let's say I walk into your restaurant, right? I just give you a piece of paper with my order. I don't even say good morning. I just give you a piece of paper. Here's my order. You prepare the order. And then I ask you for 30% discount. Would you give me the 30% discount? Are no, you crazy? Well, that's exactly. actually what's happening, you know? I'll go somewhere else really fast. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, man. So some ways that we find uh, restaurant owners can work with us and also keep working with those uh, third-party companies is we don't we don't say hey you have to stop working with them they they can restaurant owners will realize themselves that they're losing money but if you still feel that it's a good business because it attracts new people that is debatable but you may think that it attracts new people you can still have that on on your off business off um, um, highest 
busiest hours. So let's say you can turn it on at 11 right. to 12, and then you shut it off, and then you yeah. turn it on at 2 p.m. to 4 p.m., and then you shut it off. So yeah. that way, once you are busy, you are really making money. And if you're yeah. not busy at all, that's okay. They're bringing new customers or new revenue. Yeah, that's optimizing every hour of the day based on market conditions. Exactly. Yeah, that's that, that's absolutely right. And then the other thing that we 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 try to recommend restaurant owners is okay if you decide to work with them, something that you can do as well is have a different menu, right? So, post publish only the most profitable items that you have, right? Yeah. So that if you have a big cut, it still makes sense. And then the other thing is you need to make sure that you, when you publish on those platforms, publish items that travel well, okay? That once the food arrives, doesn't get soggy or it's never gonna arrive cold because most of those drivers are not trained into the restaurant industry. They're just drivers. They're just making a living moving things from point A to point B. And I, I heard this firsthand, um, one of my customers, he's a, uh, he owns a pizza place, and he told me that every time he finished the pizza, he put it in the box with all the details, and they give him the box like this, and the guy handles the pizza like this, like if it was a folder, and you know? Right. So who's gonna get the bad review after that? Oh yeah. The driver or the restaurant? Of course, it's the restaurant. So you need to make sure that you have food that travels well with people that are untrained and those uh, items are the ones that give you the most revenue. Well, you're making another good point there specifically about the menu itself. So mm -hmm. when you onboard a new client, are we specifically designing a menu just for things that travel well? No, no. In our case, we don't do the, we don't have the we don't handle the delivery. So I'm saying that you should do that only when you're using those delivery services. I see. If our service is your team who's gonna be handling the food. So you can put all the items and, uh, and of yeah. course, everything is gonna be customized to your restaurant. I'm, I'm just saying when you use the third parties. Right, that's the, that's the differentiating factor right there. Exactly. Yeah. Now you have a free demo for Foodie Order which I really love the audience to know because, you know, if this is intriguing to you and if it's a new uh, solution for marketing and branding and getting new customers, you really ought to check it out. So we can just uh, send people right to foodieorder.com. Forward slash Roger. Forward slash Roger. Thank you. And they're going to get a 30, 30 days trial. Oh, fantastic. Even better. Yep. Oh, for offer. Yep. I'm going to go over that again. So it's foodie order, which is F O O D I E order.com forward slash R O G E R. A lot of people misspell my name with a D in it. So it's forward slash R O G E R. And you're going to give them a 30 day trial of foodie order. Absolutely. Yeah. No strings attached. They can just try it, make sure that it works for them. And if they're happy, they can continue. And if not, they can cancel at any time. And besides, not only after the trial, that's the way we work. We don't, uh, we don't hook up anybody with any contracts, so they can use our services as long as they're making money. And if they don't feel that this is the right match for them, they can cancel at any time, no strings attached. Fantastic. Tell us about the demo itself. Um, what exactly are you showing a new potential restaurant client? And, and you know, you're obviously gonna bring it to life and show them how it works. How long does it take, the demo? Uh, 10 minutes. 
10 to 15 minutes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Everything is so simple to use, Roger, that, uh, for example, let's say you have a new hire, right, on your restaurant, and you have to show them how to use a POS. It takes you probably 30 minutes to an hour. Well, with our system, you don't even have to, you don't even need a training because it's so simple to use, it's intuitive. The, when, for the customer side, when we designed this, uh, I imagine myself somebody doing something that you shouldn't, right? Somebody driving and ordering food with their thumb. So it's as simple as that because I know that people get distracted. And for the tablet itself, which is the, the, the app that the restaurant or the restaurant staff will interact, it needed to be something simple. So I imagine myself working at the restaurant while I have three phone ringing, somebody complaining or asking me for something, and at the same time being able to take the order, right? So it's as simple as just reviewing the order and accepting. So it's very, very simple. And That's great because, yeah, <laughs> yeah. there's so much else going on in the restaurant that it had to be simple to eliminate errors and just to make sure that the customer gets exactly what they're ordering. Exactly, yes, exactly. And efficient and timely and all those things. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So that, that's uh, as simple as that. It only takes 10 minutes to demo. We show them how it works and uh, what, what they can do and how the customers can order or reorder. That we make that super easy as well. And um, all, they, all we need afterwards is just the logo, the menu, and one photo, and we're good to go. That is, that's great. That's really super simple. And then 10 days later, you're up and running and you got a whole new profit center. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. That's the way it is. Yeah. Yeah. I've always believed you cannot have too many profit centers in your restaurant. <laughs> yeah. you're, not, you're not just selling food and drink to people that walk in the door, man. That, that is a must. That, that, that is a must. And, and the other things regarding the marketing, right? So um, you want to be able to reach your customers and, uh, reach to your customers sometimes is a little confusing because people think of okay i'm in social media and i have all these likes and i have all these followers but my question is how many of them are your actual customers correct mm -hmm. and right? your regulars yeah because social media could be a little misleading you can say okay i have 300 likes but what's the roi right so with this thing you not only you are getting orders right but you're getting the data you're getting the customers and you're getting a way to reach your customers you uh we discuss about their promotions but you can also send push notifications with those promotions so it's not only the email is that if i have downloaded the app i can have a push notification with a with a promotion that you have going on and of course that promotion is going to be segmented to me as well so is the entire package nice that's called marketing firepower right there that's what <laughs> that's the idea and we're gonna keep adding features and we don't charge for the features that we add every time we add new features uh, they get released to everybody uh, absolutely free have i missed anything jp i think we've had a really robust episode here i've got a really good idea about how this works and what all the benefits are for foodie order is there anything yeah. else you want to tell the audience no, I think that's it. Uh, and I'm really thankful for you to invite us. And uh, we hope to increase restaurant revenue, increase awareness, and, uh, and help develop new tools that we can integrate into our main platform to help them. So 
feedback, comments, anything, you guys can reach us and call and say, hey, do you do X, Y, Z? We'll be happy to either say yes or consider to uh, create that tool for you guys. Do you have social media handles for people that follow you? Um, they can go to add for the order and on Instagram, or they can just send them a, a direct email to me, like jp at foodyorder.com, and I'll be happy to answer any email. Excellent. I'm going to put that, I'm going to put all this into the show notes, um, audience and JP, as well as a special offer. If you're tuning in late, um, Foodie Order and JP are offering a 30-day trial of Foodie Order. All you have to do is go to foodieorder.com forward slash Roger, R-O-G-E-R. And that is super generous. Thanks so much, JP, for being on the show. That was the Restaurant Rockstars podcast. Thanks again for tuning in, and we're going to see you in the next episode. Thanks, JP. Bye, guys. Thanks again for tuning into the podcast. Our goal at Restaurant Rockstars is to bring you new ideas, inspiring guests, and powerful tools that will help improve your restaurant operation. And it's all about systems. Systems will free your time, improve your staff training, increase your sales and profits, and best of all, give you peace of mind while you continue to build an unstoppable restaurant brand. If you like what you're hearing, please leave us a review on iTunes. It'll help other owners, managers, and operators find us. And thanks again to my friends at Bento Box for bringing you this episode. And we'll see you in the next show. Thanks for listening to the Restaurant Rockstars podcast. For lots of great resources, head over to restaurantrockstars.com. See you next time.